three, two, one, and we're back. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Not A Self-Help Podcast. I am your host, Nat. And today is the day that we start the rest of our lives. Um, <laughs> that's the tone I want to set for this because holy shit, it's been a hot minute. I think the last podcast I did was in February with Maddie and oh my lord, the earth has just set a light. It is in flames right now. Um, and let's talk about it. Why haven't I been around? (laughs) Okay. So this COVID thing, what the fuck, you know what? That is all I'm going to say because I'm, (laughs) I'm going to spend my time talking about how sick I am of talking about COVID. I'm going to get this done in maybe a minute and then we'll move on. And that'll be the end of it. So Miss Rona has thrown a spanner in the works for all of us and for what? <laughs> you did this for what? Um, okay. Rather than focusing on the annoyance and the inconvenience and just the pure claustrophobia it has caused... I don't even really know where to go from here. Only because, like I said, it's just been such an inconvenience. No fucking shit. It's a pandemic. It's a convenience for everybody. But, oh my God, I feel, I'm so nervous. I feel like we're on a first date and this is like, (laughs) I've got the, I've got the first date jitters. So what I want to talk about, let's just, you know what? We'll get back onto Rona later because I it it really it really drains me just talking about it. So let's talk about why after all this time I decide to come on ju- decide to jump on the mic again. Um, because I was watching slash listening to uh, Flagrant Two, which is a podcast by. Andrew Schultz, Akash Singh, and they're both comedians. Why do I have to to reference? I've got to reference everything that I mention. If you know, you know. (laughs) This is going to be the only time that I use that phrase unironically. If you know, you know. Anyway, I was watching Flagrant 2, and they were talking about how overcompensation is overcompensation the key to success and i was intrigued because i had meg the stallion and (laughs) and tory lanes on the on the (laughs) on the thumbnail so oh this will be juicy i gotta watch this so i was listening and they were talking about how in what situation would would it be that tory lanes has to shoot megan the stallion in the foot and they're talking about how pretty much the whole world just found out that Tory Lanez is like 5'3". And how Tory Lanez does all these, you know, hype songs. Forgive me, I don't listen to Tory Lanez. So I can only assume that he raps and that 
um, he raps about pretty much everything else any other rapper has rapped about. So, um, and because he's 5'3", they just assume the assumption and the image is, you know, you got to overcompensate. You have a short man syndrome. Um, and in tandem with the fact that there are rumors that Megan and Tori are dating, which I, I, I love my short Kings and this has nothing to do with the fact that he's short or maybe it is, but Megan, the stallion really, um, <laughs> Megan, the stallion, um, Tori Lance could never, um, anyway, <laughs> Um, they'll talk, nah, get to the point. So they were discussing, they were, (laughs) they were discussing how his success may have been because he's overcompensating for the fact that he is five, three. Um, and Akash brought up a point that, that is everything that we do a defense mechanism. (laughs) And that just shattered my fucking brain, dude. Everything that we do is a defense mechanism. Um, and if you can just, if you can just sit in that and think about how that, that is, it is what it is. (laughs) It's groundbreaking. Um, earth shattering mind boggling um so yeah i just thought what a wow what what a what an idea um and if i use that to reflect on my own life i feel like the ways that i have tried to develop have all been a defense mechanism for something else um I was quite a shy um, kid, uh, quite kept to myself. And then, how do you how do you stop that so that you don't feel like you're on the outer? You try and get a bit more charismatic. You, you know, try a bit more li- be a bit more lively, be more extroverted. <clears throat> you get some friends who are like that. So it's insane. And those are only like the, maybe the superficial, superficial ones to begin with. Um, I haven't really delved into how much this could be. Well, why do, why do I want to do this podcast? Maybe it's because <clears throat> it's a defense mechanism for the future regret that I would, would have felt if I had not done it. And I talk about regret a lot. And maybe that's because I do have regrets. <laughs> And in order to actively work towards not having regrets, you got to talk about it. Maybe the reason I like being open uh, with most of my stories and the place where I'm at is that uh, is a defense mechanism for people using it against me because if I've already put it out there, then they can't hurt me by pointing it out because I've already done that. And then you can just keep going and going and going. And, (laughs) 
and I think we're going to stop, but I feel like that was a really interesting, interesting point. I think it's an interesting point because it's something that I've been thinking about a lot in terms of who I am and how we choose to identify ourselves and go about in the world. Because even when thinking about an introduction, (laughs) anyone who is new to listening to this, they're not going to know who I am by me just saying, oh, this is my name. You know what I mean? So how do you actually identify yourself? Is that even your job? Should you just get other people to do it for you? I'm interested to know because I feel like a lot of who we think we are is based off who others think we are. So is it really, is it really, does it really matter? (laughs) Does it really matter who we think we are? Or does it matter more who others think we are? Because I feel like other people's perceptions of who we are are more or less based on on what they see. What they see, maybe what they hear. And who knows whether or not it's right. <laughs> because there's no such thing as right. Everybody... Something can be true. You can have two differing opinions that can both be true. I think we can say that, right? But facts and truth are not the same. Facts are, for the most part, objective, data-driven. Truth can be... I feel truth is subjective and needs to be viewed through different lenses to see that person's truth. And this really just, (laughs) I think I've, I think I'm broken. (laughs) I think the matrix has swallowed me up and I can't do it anymore. I don't know where I was going with this point. Um, so, oh yeah, it was, it was, I think it was on the line of like, why does anything matter anymore? What is true? What is reality? What are we doing here? Um, a lot of questions that I've been asking since Miss Rona has literally segregated us all back into our one continent that we were born on. <clears throat> it's basically, this feels like the Simpsons movie and we're all in our domes. We're all in a dome because of Miss Rona. And and the effects of this on my mental health have been have been uh, interesting. Um, just because I keep having bouts of like, of just like, 
I want to say depression because it's not depression. It's just depressive. Not episode. How do I explain it? Just slumps. That's the best I can describe it. Slumps. And they've just been more frequent because it, I think the, it just feels like we're stuck here. And I know this can be a mindset thing, but for some reason, I think just the fact that I can't go anywhere besides my house and work and not very many other places, um, that it just feels really restrictive. And I'm feeling very claustrophobic and my house is not that big. <laughs> And there's a lot of people in it and I didn't realize how often I was out pre-COVID until everything stopped and we couldn't go anywhere and I had to be at the house all the time and so did everyone else and I didn't realize how much that shit would annoy me because <laughs> there's just never a moment there's never a moment where you know you can just have to yourself. And even though, uh, even though if you'd ask my dad, he would say that I'm in my room most of the time, you still feel the energy of people around you. And I don't know if that's just me being, being nitpicky, but you know, sometimes I just want my own space, <laughs> which is also another thing. Um, I was thinking about in that I maybe this is just me but I really feel like the college the American cult or even the UK because I've you know from what I've seen and heard both the UK and the US have a college slash university system where they live they live away from home and I feel like we're missing that we're missing out <laughs> because being at home I just feel like it it helps you obviously it's just a different experience having to actually be on your own and fend for yourself in some aspects um and plus you just get a chance, you get a chance to, um, see what it's like to have freedom. And I just want freedom. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. I like being at home with my family, but fuck, they're annoying. Um, <laughs> No, no, I'm getting to the bigger, the bigger picture here. Um, I just feel like it would help us as a culture maybe grow up a little bit, be a bit more resourceful and not rely on other people. Um, I don't know. I just feel like we're behind. I feel like as a, as a society, Australia is behind. Even though we're a first world developed nation, I feel like we're, we're, um, we're declining and not that that's because we don't have a <laughs> we don't have a college system a university system that lets us live away from home but it's the fact that it's too expensive to do that even if you just wanted to rent out a flat with mates it costs 
the cost of it isn't worth, you know, isn't worth it. Um, which is probably the bigger issue is that the cost of living here is, um, is having a negative, I would say a negative impact, a negative impact on, on the youth, <clears throat> the youth, <laughs> why did I say, <laughs> why did I say it like that? The youth, the youth, the youth, <laughs> the youth is on fire. <laughs> You know what? That's the issue. The issue is that it's not affordable to live. It isn't affordable to live here. Even with welfare and Centrelink, it's not an affordable place to live. And that's an issue. That's a major issue. Because uh, there are a lot of people who would benefit from not living at home because sometimes they're home life is toxic and abusive. I'm not saying that's me, by the way. Um, my family's just mad annoying, like I said before, but, <laughs> um, but also I feel like it's a, uh, an independence thing as well, where how are we supposed to feel like liberated and resilient and take being able to take on the world where we can't even leave our house not, sorry, this is not about COVID. I mean, as in leave home and, you know, be able to, I don't know, fuck around. <laughs> Just live your own life. Um, that's what I feel like is, I don't know, that's just what's going around in my head at the moment. Um, yeah, there's not really much of an option. It's very, yeah, like I said, it's not an affordable place to live and the wages don't really match how much everything costs. So, um, so yeah, it's hard. And my heart goes out to people who are struggling, you know, who are in situations where they are struggling and maybe have mental health, mental health battles because this ain't it chief. I'd like to think that I was, managing actually I wasn't but <laughs> anyway <laughs> I still need to sort some sort that stuff out but maybe I don't have it as bad as uh, a lot of people have it worse is what I'm saying many people have it worse than I do and I know for, for me personally it can feel like a lot sometimes so yeah so I just just reach out to <laughs> reach out to your friends, you know, make sure they're okay. Um, but yeah, it's freaking COVID, the COVID. Um, yeah, it's got me thinking about that a lot. Um, but in saying that too, it's also helped me. I think the positive that I can take out of it is that it did force me to literally stop, slow down, really think about what I am doing and what is a worthwhile pursuit. And it made me realize that I'm trying to go after something that I didn't want to. Um, and I just had to have the courage to, to voice it and do something about it, which I did. 
And so I finally changed my course. Like I probably everybody was like, okay, whatever. Somebody here. Yeah, I finally changed my course because I finally stopped lying to myself and said, this ain't it, <laughs> business ain't it, chief. I, I, you know, I came and I did what I thought I wanted to do and that wasn't it. So I changed. And I didn't realize how heavy that kind was weighing down on me. Um, and if I look back, it was very blatantly obvious that I did not want to do what I was doing. Um, but yeah, it's just been a massive relief to be honest, a massive relief. So like I said, the positive that I can take out of the situation is that I've had to actually confront some of the stuff that I maybe was deflecting and avoiding, (laughs) avoiding by keeping myself busy literally all the time. Uh, And so, yeah, so I'm in a better position in terms of direction. The part where I, where I fall off is, is the drive. (laughs) It's the drive and the motivation to actually, actually do something which is you know what sorry let's get onto it which has also been a massive realization that i've had um i have realized that i don't i'm not a hard worker (laughs) and i don't think you realize how much of a shock that came to me in having it pointed out that i don't work hard because for some reason the story that I've always told myself is, yeah, you can work hard if you wanted to. <laughs> Which is such bullshit. Which, I mean, I mean, it's true, as in I could work hard if I wanted to. But when do I ever want to? That's the thing. <laughs> That's the thing. And I think also because I, um, I conflated the two conflated working hard with being a team player. So I have realized that I will work hard in, in a team environment to which, to which my work is dependent on getting something done for the team. And if I don't do it, then, you know, then that looks bad on me and, um, and I'm not getting my stuff done. And then I think about everything that I've wanted to do where it just solely relied on me having to do the work. <laughs> and I realize, damn, I am not a hard worker at all. <laughs> With it, when it's things that I don't want to do, when it's things that only requires me, um, things that I know that are good for me and that I still don't want to do it anyway. That was a that was just a an identity shattering <laughs> shattering epiphany that I had, which came along because I was doing uh, I was doing Jordan Peterson's personality test. Um, he's got two 
he's got two uh what how how do i say it there's a personality test and there's a self-authoring program i have both of them and i'm working on the self-authoring program but the personality test is basically an assessment of the big five personality traits which are openness extra wait 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 open <laughs> openness conscientiousness uh neuroticism uh agreeableness and there's one more come on i was so close um creativity wait hold on <laughs> no that's wrong oh sorry it's called understand myself okay the big five extroversion neuroticism agreeableness conscientiousness and openness i was right wait what did i forget anyway <clears throat> so uh it's like the Maya briggs test in which you have to answer what you would most likely do in that you know um yeah you would rate it into how each phrase how much you relate <clears throat> to it anyway so extroversion um so i'll give you a brief overview extroversion is associated with positive emotion neuroticism negative emotion agreeableness is the primary dimension of care for others conscientiousness is associated with duty precision and responsibility and openness openness is the interest in ideas and aesthetics <clears throat> actually jamie bring that up let's bring up my actual my actual test Alrighty, so agreeableness moderately high and agreeableness is sort of separated into compassion and politeness so my compassion is high but my politeness is about average conscientiousness is separated into industriousness and orderliness so conscientiousness because i was like what does that even mean <laughs> i just thought i was conscientiousness was a word that they used a lot in school and i always thought that i was conscientious and for some reason i feel like i got that mixed up with enthusiastic if that makes sense but anyway um conscientiousness is the primary dimension of dutiful achievement it's a measure of obligation attention attention to detail hard work persistence cleanliness efficiency and adherence to rules standards and processes conscientious people implement their plans and establish and maintain order so i ranked very low <laughs> in conscientiousness in the eighth percentile which means you are less conscientious than 91 of a hundred people. <laughs> <100 people. laughs> uh, um, so it, that category is, is separated into industriousness and orderliness. Orderliness. So industriousness. What is that? Let's let's look up the. Can I have the definition, please? Industriousness, define. <clears throat> working energetically and devotedly, hardworking, diligent, and industrious person. So I said I was mad low. I was mad low in industriousness. 
And like I've said before, I think because there are conditions to where I will work hard. And so in an, a team environment, I will work hard. But when it comes to doing anything, that's just me. Or even at home, like I work hard. I will take forever to do a very simple task or or chore. I've gotten better. I've improved. My room's still a mess, but I clean it way more regularly. It's just maintenance. I just have an issue. Anyway. <laughs> I But I am trying. I am trying. Um, but yeah, I was like, excuse me. <laughs> and orderliness, low. Which... It's not as low as my industriousness, but it's still very low. I'm still on the very low end. Um, it says people who are low in orderliness don't care for routine and predictability. Their schedules are loose. Their time unscheduled. Disruption doesn't bother them. They require constant reminder and supervision to maintain attention and focus are too dis easily distracted. Can, however, tolerate the mess, disruption, intervening periods of chaos that may accompany creative endeavor. So unfortunately, when I read this, it's all true. <laughs> but do I like it? No. So yeah, so pretty much Jordan Peterson told me I'm a lazy motherfucker. Um, <laughs> I don't work very hard. No, he didn't say that. He wouldn't say that. Yo, internet dad, he wouldn't do that. Go Go clean your room <laughs> and take on the world. <laughs> that was so bad. Um, <laughs> you bloody well, bloody well, make better make a make a go of it. Anyway, <laughs> it was uh, an interesting, interesting test. Because that was the first thing I thought. I was like, excuse me, what do you mean I don't, I'm not a hard worker? What do you mean? I only posted a, I posted a podcast. I posted a podcast almost five months ago. That takes effort, all right? Um, uh, let's just, speaking of, speaking of my complete inconsistency, I, it's been a whole year. A whole year since I recorded the first vlog-ish type video that I put on my YouTube channel last year and did my big, I'm doing this and it's something I've been really nervous about and I've wanted to do for a while and I'm just putting it out there in the world. And I put it out there and then I didn't put anything else. <laughs> put out anything else. <laughs> in terms of YouTube, because I feel like YouTube's a bit more intimidating in terms of like you got to actually like show yourself but then you don't have to but it requires editing anyway there's a whole thing <clears throat> maybe that's just me making excuses but um i watched it i watched it a couple weeks ago um and i was like wow i was like damn that's a, like so much had happened between when i posted that and obviously to today and it just made me think about how sometimes we forget how far we have come because I look at the person in that video that I was a year ago and not, I'm not trying to be dramatic or anything, but I, you know, it's a different person. I've had to change in all sorts of ways. I won't go into detail, but 
it's just awesome because you've come a long way. And I obviously I it was a bit cringe watching it, um, but I think when you cringe at things, it's a, well at yourself. It's a good sign to say that look, you did what you did. <laughs> it's in the past, um, but you've grown from that, you know. So it's it was a bit cringy to watch, and I'm thinking I'm going to correct. My, I'm gonna I'm gonna serve myself. I'm going to serve myself a dish. <laughs> Wait, is that the saying? I'm going to dish it to myself. Anyway, when I make another YouTube YouTube video. But yeah, the inconsistency is real. And it's definitely something I need to work on that. Like I keep saying. Um, but also working on yourself is hard man shit is hard and I feel like I kept you know well I, I always I always encourage working on yourself and self-help and self-development and things but I I won't negate the fact that the shit is hard I have had this Jordan Peterson's um self-authoring program for probably a year and a half and I only started it a few months ago I was putting it off for that long and I finally started it and even still it's been maybe a month since I last wrote <laughs> wrote in it um and I'll do a review on that when I finish it if I <laughs> no when I finish it eventually but yeah, having to confront all your shortcomings is tough. It's tough, man. It's not the most fun thing to do, but I know it's worth it because I am trying to be better. Um, and I feel like this may be... This, this also brings up something else uh, that I've been having having an issue with. It's the fact that I don't feel like I'm at my full potential. Um, but then I'm wondering when I'm going to get there. Like I've improved significantly. I feel like I've come a long way from where I was, but I feel like I'm not there yet. And which obviously we're young. We're obviously none of us are there yet. And maybe we'll never be there. It's probably the main point. But I just, I'm just wondering when the inadequacy is going to stop. And that, maybe it's when you finally actually get good something and apply something, apply yourself to something that you're consistent at and keep doing, regardless of what other people think. Or <laughs> I love this. It's just a Q&A for me where I ask myself questions and then I answer it. It's great. Um <clears throat> So yeah, maybe that's it. Maybe the inadequacy, the feelings of inadequacy will stop when I'm no longer inadequate. Huh. Go figure. <laughs> Go fucking figure. So, all right. Um, so I'm going to stop this now and go work on my inadequacy. <laughs> go work on my shit. Um, wow. That was really... I need that. Thanks, Matt. I really... Thank you. So, 
yeah huh maybe that's it chief maybe stop being inadequate maybe maybe get good at something and then you won't feel like that anymore huh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> guys if you're ever looking for somebody to um compare your life to and make yourself feel better that's what i'm here for man i got you if you listen to this and you're like this bitch is mental mental um you'd be right um it's just the fact that i normally don't voice it this is all kind of brain brain mush and you know brain farts and all that all that jazz so yeah um so what are we gonna do about it what am i gonna stop when will i stop being inadequate start doing start just just do it nike said it best just do it impossible is nothing please sponsor me please this all goes back to procrastination if you just stop procrastinating and just do it it goes back to not being conscientious (laughs) and if you're not the good thing about um figuring out that you're not a hard worker um this not only got pointed out to me in the personality test but also in the self-authoring program which i'll just give, give you a quick uh sort of description it's basically a program where you write about your life you write about uh your past and you write about a plan for the future but you also write about what you think your uh your good and bad qualities at present are and so you write about all these things and i've only like i said i'm only at the beginning stage so i'm doing the present faults so it's basically (laughs) you rip yourself to shreds and you figure out what your i think it's like 10 it's like 10 um your what your 10 sort of uh faults greatest faults are that you need to work on and you write about you write about what it was like, how this fault has sort of uh, n- impacted you negatively in the past. You write about uh, if you were in that situation again, what you would do. And you also write about how you would prevent that situation. What can you do now to prevent that from, from occurring as best you can? So... If I brought that up, you would see that a lot of it is like procrastinating, um, not doing things when I'm supposed to do them. Um, Pretty much all related to the fact that I am lone conscientiousness. So I like to give myself props in the fact that I am kind of aware of my shortcomings, but I just don't deal with them. (laughs) So it's very clear. The signs are pointing to yes, in the fact that I need to work on my shit, okay? Um, and it's very obvious in my actions and my my inconsistency and just <laughs> just the fact that there's been no podcast for five months and no video for a year. <laughs> it's very um, very telling. 
Um, but the good thing is, is that I know what I have to do. I just need to do it. I just need to do it. The amount of times I had pretty much all my faults were in relation to that. And so I have to, I had to keep writing every time, almost the same thing, like set up a schedule. Um, don't overload yourself with unnecessary tasks. Um, do one thing at a time, break things down to small, small consumable steps, all this stuff. I had to write that like for every question. So I know what I have to do. Just need to fucking do it. Just need to need to, need to do it. Now, just just do it for God's sake. <laughs> oh, I need to <laughs> pass Nat. Can you please? Oh, and oh man, <laughs> I need to do this so future Nat doesn't fuck me up. All right, because because <laughs> you are the result of all your past decisions that you know. And so every time I do things now, I'm just like, man, is future not gonna fuck me up for doing this? That's the mindset. My that's the mindset I should have. Is future will future not look at me and be like, thanks, thanks for that, or will she be like, man, thanks, thank you for doing the hard yards, so then I can I can live my life. You know what I mean? So. Yeah. <laughs> every day is your life, guys. Every every day. Whether it be good or bad, you have, you know, obviously external external circumstances sometimes you can't control, but you can control most of it. For what you can control, every day is your life. And I need to start remembering that. Nat, this is to you as well. Every day, right now, is your life. <laughs> So live it as best as you goddamn can. And with all that being said, thank you guys so much for listening. Like I said, thank you for still tuning in even after this ridiculous break. I'm making a commitment and I'm going to schedule it in that I do this more often than not. <laughs> And fuck, do I want to go back on Instagram? Am I going to start my Instagram again? Who knows? Just stay tuned, guys. Please, if you're related to anything in this podcast, please share it with a friend. Um, if you would like to have a discussion with me, if there's something you would like to discuss, please DM me. Um, let me know. You can find me at Natalilo. That's my personal one. Um, or... You can find me at Not A Self Help Gram on Instagram. YouTube channel, Not A Self Help channel. There's not really any good content on there, but we're going to work on it. And you can find this on Spotify, Apple Music, anywhere that you stream podcasts. Please give it a share. Let someone else know that they might enjoy this content. And with that all being said, enjoy your week, guys. Adios. Adios.